WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI, on this Friday night, we are 24 hours away from the 2024 Royal Rumble. And I am so excited oh, now that uh, when you told me that I could watch it, yes. because I had to get Peacock for the Chiefs-Dolphins like game. Like most people did. You, yep, you had and to. And then you said, well, guess what? Now oh, yeah. you get the Rumble. You're ready to go. Which I couldn't believe, but you got, yeah. You got the Rumble ready for you tomorrow night on Peacock. To help us break that down, as well as everything going on in the world of wrestling, we bring in our wrestling insider, Jason Rossi. Rossi, how are you, sir? Oh, Keith, it's a glorious day. Not only am I speaking with you, but you're right. We are 24 hours away from the most exciting night in professional wrestling of the entire year. I I agree. I know people like Mania, and they should. Mania is quite a a spectacle, but the Royal Rumble provides uh, surprises. It kind of lets you know what the story is going to be going forward. There's always big returns. I I am very, very excited about it. Should be another good one. You should be. And anybody who's listening that may be what they call a lapse fan or hasn't watched in a while, or this is the one reason to come back, this is going to be a really good one. This is going to be – it's a strong card. It's going to be a lot of fun. You have the two rumbles, the men's rumble, the women's rumble. And, it, 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 and it's gotten so much better over the years as well, especially where you have the, the two. So it's basically like two hours right there of entertainment which you really can't you, you can't compare on a Saturday no. night in the middle of January. Nope, that is uh, definitely true. I liked it before when they were on in between conference championship and Super Bowl, but at least they're on a Saturday, so, I mean, whatever. I guess I can't really complain. That helps. I, I, there was nothing worse than the year of 2015. I remember like it was yesterday. Uh, <laughs> it was on the same night. They, they stupidly scheduled the same night as the conference championship, and if, obviously, your, your listeners that are in the more local area or if they are, you know, New England Patriots fans for, you know, that decade, that was a big distraction. That was something to look forward to. So it was, that was a really weird yeah. uh, way they ran it. But now they do the Saturday nights, which I think is just a great uh, planning just in general because it gives you that night. You don't have to worry about getting up the next morning or rushing up to whatever's next. All right, before we get into some of the big names who could be returning or showing up or uh, even the favorites to win the whole thing, uh, earlier this week you found out that uh, WWE's Raw program is going to be going to Netflix starting in January of 2025, uh, $5 billion to run Raw. But what jumped out to me in reading up on some of these stories was they never once mentioned Monday Night Raw. They just say Raw. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the future of this is going to look like? So this is a heavy one. So uh, this has been a wild week. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, like, there's a lot to talk about, obviously. And I'll hit with your, your question. But, like, there was, there was, like, eight things outside of, like, the television product right. that were really striking. Obviously, the day before this announcement, The Rock is now part of the board. So that uh, was TKO and Endeavor. So that's huge. But then, yeah, they announced the Netflix deal, which is it's just crazy to think. Just for a moment. Go back in time. Growing up, like watching the 90s, it was just Monday Night Raw, two hours on, on Mondays from, you know, you had WCW at the time. But, like, this is now a mm-hmm. billion-dollar deals are getting signed. Like, it's nobody. Like, no big deal. Like, Netflix just signs the check. Um, yeah, so to, to answer your question, though, they're not – what Nick Khan, who is the uh, like CFO or whatever he is in the um, hierarchy now with uh, the TKO Endeavor, 
uh, who runs WWE, he said that they are, the plan is to stick to Monday nights when they first move. But oh. there is not, there is, not because that's more, I think, of a traveling situation, yep. but they are not married to Monday nights. And he made a very interesting comment that a lot of people are speculating about is that he said they're also not married to a specific time slot. Or t- or one time. <laughs> time so is fluid. Right now, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when you think about it, uh, no. But it, what that says, the, the people, the the reading between the lines is this could turn into a program that airs on, let's say Monday, but they may film more than you see live. There could be things that are put out throughout the week because they're going to be testing new grounds here with being on Netflix because then we're never going to have to hear about ratings with WWE at least their raw program True. ever again or. Over the last ten years, allegedly, it's just so bizarre though. Because I mean, it's been on Monday night since what ninety five, three, five, four, somewhere ninety three, ninety three, ninety three, January eleventh, nineteen ninety three. I always thought it was kind of an odd choice, just because for four months of the year you're going up against Monday Night Football, and so if you could choose a different day, if you could do it all over again, maybe you would choose a different day. But yeah, because Netflix doesn't do like a lot of live programming. I think they had, they did like a stand up special that was live. Everything else okay. is clearly recorded. So yeah, there's been two live i believe they announced when this announcement came out it was chris rock and i think there was a beyonce concert and they don't don't correct me if i'm wrong on that one later i know you're a big beyonce fan but um it was two things and now yeah now their whole model is going to be balanced around a professional wrestling and just to give one more like you guys mentioned as coming on about you having peacock where the wwe network so if you have peacock right now you can watch any old wrestling match from any federation wcwa uh uh, no, um, AWA, like all the old school stuff up until like two weeks ago, they have all their library and now in anywhere outside of the U S that's also going to Netflix as a part of this deal. Oh, so for interesting. Hey, so the cause Peacock is not outside of the U S uh, at least in Europe. So that's a big part of this deal as well. So they're wondering in the U S will that also eventually mm-hmm. translate over. Yeah, it is. So it's, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty fascinating. Cause so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they, they had their hands in uh, Fox, right? Is, are they still on Fox on SmackDown or did SmackDown nope. move? Nope. Till this fall, then okay. that moves to USA. Uh, again, we're currently on Friday nights, but we shall see. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah. And the other part, just to, just to make this, you know, where everything's going, you see, as you guys probably talk and, and badly about the Amazon product that we get on Thursday Night with Football, like these streaming services are – dumping a lot of money but the problem with their seeing with football and i think apple with baseball they're not really like of course tons of people are watching on amazon just you know right. twitter's complaining mm-hmm. but nobody's watching baseball on apple tv so this is going to be very interesting if people as viewers because wrestling has a niche audience but yeah. also like yeah. can grab people at times like what if they actually grab a bigger audience which i wouldn't be shocked of than like your you know whatever tuesday night baseball game on apple and apple spent Pretty cool, like not comparable over the length of contract, but similar cost per game as WWE is giving you once a week product. It's going to be very fascinating what this does and what it, you know, how yeah. these sports now go because, you know, NBA is going to be up for this. Netflix is in conversations with them, as you guys may be seeing. So it's going to be very fascinating. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Talking to Jason Rossi about uh, everything that's going on in wrestling this week. It's been a busy week and uh, not all good as uh, you get the. Vince McMahon story, you can give that a bing if you're not up to date with what's going on with Vince. Seems like another lawsuit, though, coming after him. Former employee uh, alleging all kinds of stuff that is uh, horrible. And I mean, if true, it's just like deplorable stuff. But 
what is Vince's... Can I just say, Keith, yeah, go ahead. Let go me ahead. say one thing about that. Go ahead. Since I was a younger man, yep. not the, you know, I'm older now, grays are crazy, it's sure. aged like a present since I've had a child. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I've always... People ask the question, Keith, and, says, and listener, please answer this. If there are three people dead or alive you could sit down and have dinner with, who would be on that list? Since... The moment that question came into my life, it has always been Vince McMahon. As of 24 hours ago, I have gone ahead and take that name off the list because I no longer going to be in the vicinity of that human being. Wow. That, again, that is, there are certain things that Dude, I just—it's yeah. not even like like horrible. But just, no, it's, 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 really, it's just brutal. It's insane. Now, I, I guess he and or his lawyers have said it's not true, and like, all right, whatever. So now they're, they're going to end up going back and forth, but. There was also a time, I think the last time we had you on was in that time where, like, they were selling the company, and then, like, Vince yes. Vince was in, then he was out for a while, then he was back in again. Like, what's even his current role with the company now? So he's still chairman of the board, and as of current state, 8, uh, 09, Eastern Standard Time, allegedly, again, time being fluid, um, he's still ter- currently on the board. Uh, I would not be surprised. I don't think they wanted to make a move with all the news that's going on, especially with a major event like the Rumble tomorrow, trying to get as many eyes uh, there. I, I would not be surprised, though, in the next week or so or two weeks, if they don't at least do one of those, like he just steps away, even if he's still on. There's something that separates him from, you know, Googling and his name still being involved with the company. Yeah. Um, Good Lord. But, yeah, he was, it was just a quickly, uh, just a thing that's really striking on this is, Vince McMahon, yes, stepped down, was kind of like forced out when these allegations first came out. Um, now with the lawsuit, and then he, he forced his way back in. Again, very, if you watch the succession, very much like that. This yeah. we, yes, we referenced this a few months back. Yeah. Forced his way back in when he did. His daughter, Stephanie, who had taken his place, then left. Oh, and wow. a lot of people are like, like the, the theory at the time was just like, maybe they don't get along. But shit. now if you really think about it, she knows. Yeah. And for her father to come back, she's like, I want no, she probably wants no part in that man or anything, even though she did come on TV when he first retired and said, like, let's did a thank you, Vince thing. But it all felt a little plastic, mm. if you would. And Stephanie knows a thing or two about plastic, you know. But, but well. um, yeah, I don't know what the future is for that. I, I would say they're going to try to part ways with it. But yeah, it is. And of course, they're going to say, I, I'm sure there's some level of truth on both sides or lack of truth to a degree, but. This is really bad. And I just have to mention that, like, a guy, and we'll talk about maybe this is a segue here, but a guy like Brock Lesnar, not named but alluded to in this lawsuit a few different times, which is Ugh. a real tough spot because it usually does return around this time as he is a big name that comes only for their, you know, Rumble, yeah. WrestleMania, SummerSlams. Also, John Laronitis is always involved in all these things and that nobody cares uh-huh. about him and nobody, I'm not going to spend much more time on it, but yeah. just like, oh, my God, like the this. No, thanks. Well, uh, yeah. The only reason people might care in the slightest is that he is married to the Bellas, now Garcias, if you watch uh, any program. Oh, are they still they're, they're they're married? Their parent, yeah, her, their mother is married to John Laurinaitis, as well, current state. Well, you got to get out of there, lady. I that will not be for much longer either. Yeah, <laughs> you got you to run. All right, as for the Rumble <laughs> itself, uh, what are, yeah. are we going to get? Uh, CM Punk, we know, is in the Rumble. Uh, what mm-hmm. about The Rock? What about John Cena? Some of the big names that also could return. Yes. Keith, it's bizarre that we're not like this conversation isn't starting with CM Punk being back in WWE after 10 years. That was like 
the biggest thing in the, for a moment in wrestling or casual wrestling fans for, I want to say, about 13 seconds. I, honestly, and, for me, it had no impact on me. I was like, oh, good for people being surprised by it because uh, most surprises are spoiled. But because he was out of wrestling for so long, then when he showed up at AEW, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then he's like trashing WWE and I'm like, whatever. And then he shows up later at WWE and I was like, oh, all right. Like, fine. Like, I'm kind of, I, I used to be interested in him. I'm really not anymore. And I think what really killed him was like, he, when he first came back, he, you know, he's known as just like, you know, Mike Smith. He's, he's always vicious. He doesn't really fit in. He's this outcast that kind of broke through. And then he made this like I'm home and was like yeah. humbled and it and it's yeah. now been like Boo. three months and yeah we haven't, yeah, we haven't pro- progressed that where he's like being phony or I, like everyone's like oh it's gotta be a storyline as wrestling is and it hasn't been that he's still kind of this like humbled happy to be here guy and that just feels really weird yeah for sure uh, now he's one of the favorites because looking at the betting lines yeah. looks like he and Cody are the favorites yeah. what, what's the better story who should win. So this is gets really interesting, Keith. As you know, uh, you probably talked about Sports Illustrated, you know, with their, I guess, are they closing? Is that really I think they're what shutting that it down. Is? Yeah, I think so. Shutting it down. Okay, so a report came out 24 hours after that. So originally the way, if you're watching the product or if you're interested, CM Punk and Seth Rollins had real-life beef over the last eight years because of real-life situations. So we're kind of looking like those two are on a collision course. Uh, Cody Rhodes, since he's returned, wants to finish the story to win the first championship in the Rhodes family. His father, Dusty, never won the title in WWE. His brother never won it. Crazy, Goldust was never put over. Um, (laughs) So it's kind of like a a day on a collision course. And then you have The Rock, who recently returned and it alluded to a match with Roman Reigns. So he kind of gets tossed into this. And then um, on Sports Illustrated, they released an article that they've walked back since that it's going to be CM Punk versus Cody, this wrestler Gunther. So he's kind of like a kind of like a, a Brock Lesnar type. I guess it's a hard way to put it, but it just like grasped a little bit. But like he's mm-hmm. like a, a great wrestler, like kind of like a, a end boss type of uh, heel. Uh, he was going to be facing um, Seth Rollins for a championship, and then it would be Roman versus The Rock. So how that leads in here? Then they walked it all back. So oh, nice. Do I think The Rock? Do I think The Rock will be at the Royal Rumble? At the Royal Rumble, maybe. In the oh. Royal Rumble, no. Okay. Um, I recall a year ago, this exact night, said he will be in it and he's going to win it because that <laughs> should have happened. And yeah. As we've known, if you've heard, he was on the Pat McAfee show like two months ago. He was supposed to win it. That was all supposed to happen. Um, so I, my my gut tells me it's CM Punk. Uh, if you're betting, if you if you do dabble in the betting, I would go CM Punk because it will be 10 years to the date of his last match. He has yet to wrestle on television for WWE. So I think that story that they're going to tell is the most impactful. So I, I, I lean hard on um, CM Punk, even though I think wrestling fans really want, maybe not at the Rumble, but we really want to see Cody Rhodes, not The Rock versus Roman Reigns. The, obviously, I know why they would go with The Rock. Yeah. That's kind of where this is going. Like People want to see Cody Rhodes win this title. Yeah, no, it's interesting how it goes. So does the is it still the same where the winner of the Rumble gets a title shot at WrestleMania? Is that how it works still? It sure does. Okay. Yeah, so the, yeah, yeah. the winner of the Rumble picks their title. So now they've split titles because Roman Reigns has been the champion since, I think, since the day you were born. I know. And at, at this much. point, uh, so he, he is... <laughs> he Legit been, five years, right? Like it's, He's coming up on three and a half. Oh, okay, okay. Three and a half. That's still... He started... 
Yeah, longest it's been since Hulk Hogan in the 80s. Oh, what is he? Um, is it Bruno Sammartino, this guy? Just walking around with the title. <laughs> Bruno had it for eight years. Uh, Backlund <laughs> had it for like six, so he's right up there. Uh, <laughs> and, and he's broken all these records. But the problem is, it's, it, it, as a fan of the product, it's, and I hate using this, and I'm, a, I'm week to week, I'm in it, but it has gotten a little stale. It's not gotten to the point where these stories are evolving with Roman Reigns being the champion. But Well, I'll tell you, uh, it burned so hot with the Sami Zayn stuff, the Bloodline stuff. That was some yeah. of the best story stuff. And I'm, like, more in and out of it, obviously, than, than you are. But sure. going back to the, the days of The Rock and Stone Cold and DX and everything else, this was the coolest thing since then. And mm-hmm. apparently they didn't feel like they could give the title to Sami Zayn or to Kevin Owens, which I think would have been much or better. Cody but... Rhodes a year ago. Or even That Rhodes. was the story. Yeah, right. I was there. I remember being on your program yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Everybody was saying, here it is. This is the story. And then he loses. And you're like, okay, they'll do something with it. And realistically, over the last calendar year, they haven't. So mm-hmm. the winner now, they have two world men's world championships. So the winner, if it is CM Punk, which I believe it will, he won't even, say, he won't even challenge Roman Reigns. It will be, I think, Seth Rollins, which also is a weird thing because if, you, if you're going to come back and you're going to win, like you want to beat the, the guy. Yeah. So uh, that's some of their storytelling. So we'll see. I do. The, the Rock does throw a huge wrench into all these plans. I think he will be involved, but him being like on the board and also like getting involved, <laughs> I think the fans might. That could be just a weird look for him, and I think he knows. I think The Rock is one of the smartest businessmen. Like he knows so almost like he might be involved, but he won't be in the main event. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the right move. Uh, real quick, uh, who do you expect to win the women's rumble? So this one's more, I, I almost want to say more compelling. Um, if you've been a fan of recent years, I think the pick for this one's going to be Bailey. Okay. Uh, someone that has been a just entertaining female wrestler for the better part of the decade. Uh, never been in the position to be like the story around her with, uh, you know, Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter being, you know, kind of like a centerpiece, Becky Lynch, uh, Ronda Rousey. So Becky Lynch, uh, Bailey are kind of the two favorites there. There's some wild cards and a acquisition actually from AEW. When you get a look at this Amazon, you're going to have to look twice. Her name's Jade Cargill. Uh, looks yeah. like she's going to finally make her debut for WWE during this Royal Rumble. So when you get your eyes on her, just an absolute specimen. Uh, if you want to give a Google, she once tagged an AEW with Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Like well, you know so, who Jade Cargill's uh, husband is. Yes, he. Uh, I've seen him. He is. You. You tell me. I'm not former former major league all star Brandon Phillips. Oh my goodness! That that, that, that dude, dude BP. That that dude BP is with Jay Cargill. Yeah. Former former Red Sox great. That is. Uh, yeah. And that makes me like her even more. I knew it, and then I forgot because he was on. He was on television a few times. Oh yeah. And she towers over him. She towers. Oh, over that's him. hilarious. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right, Rossi. Yeah, that, yeah, go ahead. Those are some of the reasons. Okay. Those are just some of the reasons to watch. Aside, then you also have a Roman Reigns title defense. Randy Orton's back looking as cut up as, as, as beef as you'll ever see. So uh, <laughs> I, I truly believe if you are searching for something on a Saturday night, if you have cable, whatever, if that's yeah. your choice, if you're a streamer, it is worth the either free or price submission. Or if you're a frustrated Miami Dolphins fan that ordered a few weeks ago, this is the that's reason true. you did. Consolation prize for buying it for the uh, playoff game. <laughs> I, I feel like, real quick on the Roman Reigns uh, four-way for the title, I feel like they're so anticlimactic because you know he's going to win every time now. Well, that's kind of what I was where I was going yeah. earlier. It, it, it is. It's, to me, would be more compelling, it, whether it be a one-on-one match or something where he, it, I'd rather almost not even defend the title and be in a match of, like, substance like yeah like, you're right they're, they're not going to pivot off this and if they were 
it would what's the point of now? Like No, you can't what, do it right? now. Now they're 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 building it to the point where it is like a a year long Undertaker streak at WrestleMania where whoever yes. beats Roman Reigns is gonna be the like has to be the greatest thing ever and then he's gonna have to go on a long run. Well, that's what's going to happen. That's why it's really weird over this last calendar year. If you're even semi-fan, like this was built for Cody Rhodes to have this title because it actually over the last year Roman Reigns has taken a huge backseat, where Cody Rhodes has really been the face of your company and these heels he's gone up against, the Brock Lesnar yeah. guys in this group called the Judgment Day, like uh, Drew McIntyre. There, there have been people there to have compelling stories throughout this year. So it's it just seems like they they were waiting for something, and and now there's so many options with The Rock and. And WrestleMania 40 coming around the corner, I think that's another thing. Like, every 10 years, the WWE has put on these WrestleMania events that kind of change their course. So, WrestleMania yeah. 10 went nine years of Hogan to Bret Hart. WrestleMania 20, I won't mention who won it, but the, the aftermath, <laughs> I mentioned, like Chris Benoit, yeah. kind of made this turn of the non-big guys. And right. then WrestleMania 30 was Daniel Bryan. It was the audience speaking. And now we're kind of back to that. And Cody Rhodes coming from another company, first-time champion, kind of feels like that's where it should go, and that's the direction that we believe. But, yeah. again, hopefully why they kept the belt on Roman Reigns all this time to finally end that story and for Cody to finish his. All right, Rossi, uh, pleasure as always. Uh, you got anything to promote? I, mean, I know your, your podcast yeah. is basically defunct at this point. Yeah. So I, I, All I have to promote is the Rich Keefe show. You should be listening to this <laughs> every single night on your ride home. I do. I, I really uh, appreciate the work and effort that you put in. I'm loving hearing Sid in the background there, too. Uh, this is a great show, so that that's what I have to promote. That awesome. and, uh, and and get some sleep, everybody. Drink some water because tomorrow night's going to be a good one. Well, that's just good advice. All right, Rossi, thanks for the time. We'll talk to you soon. You bet, bud. Thank you. All right, where else are you going to get that? Listen to the show, have some water, get some sleep. True gentleman and a scholar, Jason. He, he really is. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the Rumble tomorrow, to say the least. All right, we got Grab Bag coming up. On the way, and uh, your phone calls as well at 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. It was a good night for Boston last night. It's both the Bruins and the Celtics got the dub. Celtics beat the Heat in Miami, 143-110. to Jason Tatum had 26 points. Jalen Brown with 18. Kristaps Porzingis was at 19 midway through the third quarter when things got scary. He sprained his left ankle and had to leave the game. He did return to the bench, but not the court. And the Celtics announced earlier tonight that he is doubtful for tomorrow night's game against the Clippers, uh, which will tip off from the Garden at 7 p.m. Also, in other Celtics news, Tatum has been named a starter for the East in the All-Star game. The Bruins were also on the road last night in Ottawa taking on the Senators. Goals came from Pasternak, Frederick, and Marshain's overtime goal led to the Bruins' 3-2 victory. With his 19th overtime goal, Marchie now sits third in NHL all-time scoring when it comes to OT goals. He spoke after the game last night on now being fifth all-time in Bruins goals. It's special. Um, you know, I, I, I try not to think too much about it, but it is special. Uh, I never thought that my career would come this far and, and uh, you know, some of the things that have gone on would have happened. Uh, I've been extremely fortunate and, and very lucky to be part of it. 
Bruins back on the ice tomorrow afternoon in Philly to face the Flyers. Puck drops at 12.30 from the Wells Fargo Center. And some Patriots news. According to Ian Rappaport, the play, the, pa- the Patriots excuse me, plan to interview Lions pass game coordinator Tanner Engstrand for their offensive coordinator position. Engstrand's name has become a popular one around the NFL thanks to Detroit's offensive success. Engstrand also worked with Jim Harbaugh earlier in his career. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith shows coming your way. You can stream the show or listen on demand anytime. Just download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Say WEI's a favorite and listen wherever you go. Now, more of the Rich Keith show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keith show, WEI, TGIF, am I right? Hopefully you got some big weekend plans. I know it's uh, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble weekend. So that's about covers it. Oh, and the conference championship games. I'm sure people are into that as well. Pretty good weekend for content. It's actually kind yeah. of the best weekend. I'm, I'm going. pretty pumped. It's pretty awesome. And Celtics and Bruins are both in action tomorrow. I mean, you got a little something for everybody. Not going to get uh, much done around the house this weekend. No, no, that Fair is definitely say. true. Uh, but just enjoy. It's one of these one of these weekends. It's going to rain again today. Was miserable. Yeah, it was. It was a crappy day today. It was a wet when it's wet and cold. It's the pits. It's the pits. Although, on those days, I love to just stay home and watch movies. That's nice. You know what I mean? Yep. I would uh, enjoy that as well. Of course, when you have a one and a four-year-old running and screaming throughout the house, there's yeah. not a ton of movies to be don't, had. Which don't is... know why you made that move. <laughs> yeah. There's less movies to be had during the day. You could be playing day. video games You're right. all day. You're damn right I could be, but I'm not. I've, I've had to give that up. Get... That, that's in, my, in the past. But then I think it'll be in the future again. Because once they grow up, they don't really care about you anymore. They do their own thing, and then I'm back on the games again. You know what's so funny? I was asking uh, my boy this yesterday. Uh, we saw, in, we saw it was like a viral TikTok maybe, and it was an older guy, maybe in his 60s, could be, maybe even early 70s. And he was nasty at Fortnite. And I said, do you think you'll still be playing video games, uh, you know, in your 50s, 60s? And my buddy was like, absolutely. Like, yeah. why, why wouldn't I be? And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's just hard for me to envision well, like a 70-year-old man playing Last of Us or something, you know? Yeah, but I think it's because the 70-year-old man now didn't grow didn't up, grow up with it. I think that's the big exactly. difference. Yeah. But it was funny because I remember playing like Nintendo and Sega with and against my dad growing up. But then once we jumped to, it was either like PlayStation or PS2, and playing like Madden, he's like, "What is this?" Yeah, he's like this is too off. much. It's yeah, too complicated. But like Sega and Nintendo, he loved it. So I don't know. Like, I, but I think people our age will be playing video games until they're. Seven. I hope so. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. All right, let's go to the phones before we go to grab bag. We got Bob in Londonderry. He joins us next. What's going on, Bob? Hey, guy. Yeah, I enjoy your uh, show hey, and thanks. I enjoy your topic on the wrestling. Thank you. Um, I'm one of the guys that have said before. I know you do all the various sports, but um, if once in a while you guys could ever come up with a, a new format to do a little upgrade on in the basic wrestling and some of the past history, sure. um, us older people that followed it, enjoy it, and just thought I'd tell you we really appreciate it when you do it. That's all. All right, Bob. I appreciate that. Yeah, we try to do it a little bit more, I would say, certainly than most. Um, but for me, I mean, like Rumble and Mania, like WrestleMania, which is usually, what, April, like early April, those are even when I was like fell out of wrestling, I would still go back to those things because like I was a diehard fan up until college, like maybe like, oh, I watched it pretty religiously to like, oh, two. And then I took about, 
don't know, eight or ten years completely off of it. And then I remember the Royal Rumble, as a matter of fact, in I think 2011 was at the TD Garden. And that was when I was working over at the other station. And Damon Amendolaro, who was over there at the time, he had like an extra ticket. So he like texted me. He's like, do you want to go to the Rumble? I'm like, the Royal Rumble? Boy, howdy. I'm like, damn right I do. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, why did I stop watching this? Like this I is love fantastic. <laughs> like this is great. This has been here the whole time. How did I turn my back on wrestling? Who won it that year? You uh, yeah, it was. I think it was Alberto Del Rio, and I had never even heard of that guy. It was the first because it was like a bunch of guys that you remember. I still maintain Booker T and Diesel were surprise entrance into the rubble, and the place was like a Celtics playoff game. It was like a Bruins game winner in overtime game seven. That's how loud it got. Booker T does radio uh, yeah. somewhere. I, I'm not sure where, but I've gone to a bunch of radio events and uh, events and have gotten to chill with Booker. He is the nicest guy That's what I've heard. Ever. That's the what I've heard. The nicest guy. Yeah, so that was, that was awesome. That kind of sucked me back in, and then I've been here and there as far as like keeping up with it and I'll I'll definitely watch Rumble and Mania every year and I'll try to mix in a few other shows. How about this? This just into the news desk. Our guy Jason Rossi who was just on the show just texted to say Vince McMahon just resigned. He called that. He nailed it. He nailed that one. So I'm reading from go, uh Rossi. Sean Ross Sapp who uh works for Fightful. You'll his stuff pops up all the time. He has a I guess this was sent to the staff from Nick Khan. I want to inform you that Vince McMahon has tendered his resignation from his positions at TKO executive chairman and on the TKO board of directors. He will no longer have a role with TKO group holdings or WWE. Man, you never know what to believe though. Cause it is very much like succession where you're like guys in, then he's out. And then you don't, you don't know how much he's still controlling, but this sounds like he's out. So, I know he was denying everything that was in that lawsuit, but uh, I don't and know. And then, so who who was gonna is Shane gonna take over? I mean, I would hope it's like, like eventually when Vince passes away. It should be Triple H. Yeah, it should be, but I don't know. I don't know how that, all that works, especially now that they have like this TKO thing. So like, it's weird. And it's Steph still gone. I believe so. Yeah, okay. I believe wow. so. Talk about a crush when I was a kid. Oh, Stephanie, Stephanie man. Oh, man. yeah. Good sure. Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> but anyway, there you go. How about that for a little uh, update to the wrestling talk? Vince McMahon out. Something tells me they won't mention it tomorrow night. I don't think they're going to lead with that during the Rumble. All right, it's quick, but let's get to It's time for That's right, off night for both the Bruins and the Celtics. Both were winners last night. Celtics blew out the Miami Heat, absolutely smoked the Miami Heat. Chris Stapps Porzingis got hurt in the game, sprained ankle. He's listed as doubtful for tomorrow night against the Clippers, although he was talking in the postgame yesterday about, eh, maybe if the game was a little bit different, you know, because they were up so much, he maybe could have gone back. He didn't really, he seemed to really downplay the injury. So, I'll, you know, if you want to take him at his word, maybe Porzingis won't miss that much time. Meanwhile, a uh, an afternoon game for the Bees tomorrow, 12.30 puck drop against the Philadelphia Flyers. Back! Ben Simmons could be back. That's right, Ben Simmons, who has been out for a long time for the Brooklyn Nets. It looks like he could be making a uh, return on Monday. And nobody, I mean nobody, has stolen more money in the NBA than Ben Simmons. He was number one pick in the draft, so, you know, he... You know, rookie money, whatever. But then he signs a max deal, at least for him. 
And then it was at that time that all of a sudden just went into the can, just like wouldn't play. He had both injuries. He was uh, dealing with some mental health issues. It just was a non-factor, but was still collecting every penny. And, uh, yep, he's still getting paid big bucks, and you might see him back on Monday. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. Looks like Mark Andrews has been activated off the IR. He's been out for a, a while for the Baltimore Ravens, and he will play, at least that's the expectation, against the Chiefs on Sunday. And it's funny, we kind of stumbled into this a little bit yesterday that it's not the four best coaches in the conference championship. It's not the four best quarterbacks, but it probably is the four best tight ends. Somehow, some way, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Sam Laporta, George Kittle. I don't know if that's exactly what everybody anticipated, but with Mark Andrews back, I mean, Isaiah likely had a really good run when Andrews was out. You wonder if they do a little bit more double tight end set, but that is a, a big addition for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and for the Chiefs, not not a tight end related, but it sounds like Joe Tooney's going to be out, and that, not ideal. Oh, my God, it's... Grab bag? So the Michigan Wolverines needed a head coach after Jim Harbaugh took the Chargers job, and it looked like they turned to Sharon Moore, the guy who uh, was the took over for Harbaugh the one game that Harbaugh was suspended, and then was the guy that cried and swore multiple times in the postgame. They're going with him. The guy was like, <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. I bleep and love you. And you're like, all right. So I think they're going to be a mess. I can't imagine that guy is going to be a great head coach, but we'll see. He is 1-0 in his uh, in his career, so he's got that going for him. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a grab bag, which is what I am. Texas Rangers adding to their bullpen. They are bringing in David Robertson. Guy's been in the league forever. One-year deal worth between 11 and $12 million. So a uh, nice pickup there for the Rangers. Grab back. Joey Gallo going to the Nationals, a one-year deal uh, worth $5 million. Joey Gallo, for all the guys in the league that basically are home runs or strikeouts, nobody is more that than Joey Gallo. He strikes out, I think it's almost 50% of the time that he's up. I was looking at the stat earlier today. It might be in the 40s, but last year he broke a record for the highest percentage of strikeouts in with a certain number of plate appearances, but he still socks home runs. I think he had like 21 home runs last year. So he's a weird, he's going to hit you a buck 70, but he's going to strike out a ton and hit a bunch of home runs. But anyway, he goes to the Nationals five-year deal. Rest in grab Ooh, did we hear that? Do we hear the bells tomorrow? All right, you took the words out of my mouth. Do we hear the bells? took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, there was a time as a kid when you heard the bells, if you heard the glass breaking, or if you heard the, if you smell what the rock is cooking. All right. Edge of your seat. Real quick. Best entrance in uh, wrestling. Uh, You got to choose quick. Stone Cold. Yeah, okay. I think so. Well, 
Best, like, overall entrance for the pageantry is probably Undertaker, even though he kind of milk it, especially late in his career. Oh, but it was probably Undertaker. Shut the lights off. Yeah, I mean, he made a meal of it. But I <laughs> <laughs> took him 11 minutes to get to the ring. Literally. Yeah, like, all right, let's go, Taker. That's great. Especially at WrestleMania, they have the ramps that are, like, a mile know, long. And yeah. you're like, man, he's just going to walk it. Yep. He's going to walk slow the whole step. thing. Slow. <laughs> he's going one stop, one stop. <laughs> one. It's not left, right, left, right. It's one stop. Yeah. But, uh. As far as the entrance where you're just trying to pop the crowd. Oh, the Stone Cold Pop. The Stone Cold Pop is insane. And it would always be like Vince McMahon uh, on the microphone. And then then he comes screaming out and everyone goes bananas. It's his face. Yeah, it was the absolute, absolute best at that time. Uh, But, yeah, I don't think we're going to see Undertaker tomorrow. But you never know. Hey, pal. Want to buy a grab bag? Oh, that was one of the listener ones, I think. That was a listener grab bag we just got. Uh, the Underdogs with two Gs is on Amazon Prime. This is a Snoop Dogg football movie where Snoop Dogg is the, the lead actor in the film where he plays a coach who has to coach a youth football. He's a former NFL player. And then he has to coach this youth team. And if he doesn't, he's going to go to jail. Back to the slammer. Well, he really does coach uh, youth football. And he does. Yeah, he's into it. Right? Yeah, he's super into it. He, um, yeah, went to the same high school at the same time as Willie McGinnis. He and Willie McGinnis are our buds. Uh, but, yeah, he, he uh, this I feel like, didn't Keanu Reeves had a baseball movie? Was it Hardball? Which was like this. And then the Mighty Ducks. It's basically the premise of Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. Uh, there is the underdogs. You can get that available right now, I believe, for free on uh, Prime. <laughs> Grab bag. And the next two dorks, we're we're at a a double dork uh, schedule now on the podcast, which you can get on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. This week, we are going to do the TV show Ted, which aired on Peacock. I keep hearing great things about it. Hilarious. Really? Oh, my God. Okay. Hilarious. Okay. It was like I one of the most recommended out. things to me and Davey that I can remember from people like tweeting at us and like d- like emailing us and everything. And I hear especially if you're from Boston. Yes. It's yeah. even better. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. And like the movie, I like the first movie, the second movie not as good, but they were like whatever. The show's way better than the movies. Wow. Like the show's great. Talk about a bold yeah. take. I think it is. Okay. Now, it's got to make me go back and rewatch them, but so basically it takes it's like a a, a prequel series. So it's still when Ted. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ted's Ted. But then the Mark Wahlberg character is played by a younger actor, yeah. and it's like his family. Okay. And they live in Framingham, oh, and they okay. they all have the accents. I might have to watch the first episode tonight. I think it's only seven total episodes. The first episode's a little longer. It's like 50 minutes. The rest of them are more like 35. But oh, I'll bang that. You'll rip, yeah, you'll rip right through <laughs> them. So we're going to do that. And then we're finally going to do Spider-Man 2, the video game. Me and Davey both played it a while ago. We've been putting it off, putting it off, but we want to talk about it because that had a hell of a story mode in there too. So Such a good story. That'll be the next Dork Stuff. You can hit uh, hit us up at Dork Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube as well. All right, the Boomer Esiason uh, NFL show comes your way at 9 o'clock, so we will uh, finish things up with our uh, final thoughts on the Rich Keefe Show next on WEEI. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI and check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI. Big weekend, busy weekend, NFL Conference Championship weekend. 
Celtics, Bruins both in action. Royal Rumble 2024. Holy smokes. What a time. What a time indeed. All right, let's, we haven't we've we've hit on the games here and there. There's been so much talk about Bill Belichick not getting a job. So much talk about all the different guys who have. We open up the show tonight with the offensive coordinator candidates that the uh, the Patriots are looking at. But the games, the games on Sunday. I'm looking forward to both of them very much. Chiefs, Ravens, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Awesome. You know, will this be Lamar Jackson's breakthrough? Will he finally get to the Super Bowl? I say finally. I mean, the guy hasn't been in the league that long, but. Could this be the year you break through? Because I was pretty sure, going back to last year, that the AFC for the next decade was going to be just Mahomes, Burrow, or Allen. Burrow got hurt. Josh Allen, Bills weren't as good. I mean, they got a little hot at the end, but then ultimately lost to Mahomes. And this isn't really Mahomes' best team. And yet they are uh, the best defense he's probably had. And they're a game away, and they're four point dogs, but they're they're a game away, and this run that they're on is is insane. Now, again, I know the the knee jerk reaction is ah, it's not what the Patriots have done. True, not yet, but six years as a quarterback, six trips to the conference championship game, that's insane. And with a win on Sunday, it'd be four Super Bowl appearances, and then he's chasing his third Super Bowl, so that's been off the charts. And all season long, the this year's Chiefs team has had a similar vibe of the 2018 Patriots where you're like, it's not really their best team, but I don't know. You know, you don't want to bet against Brady and Belichick. And then they built up some momentum and they went on and, and won the whole thing. And then you have the Lions and the 49ers. And I think not that Kyle Shanahan is, uh, you know, in any kind of fear of losing his job or anything like that. But I would say the heat's got to get turned up on him a little bit because he's just been sort of like anointed as this genius head coach. Everybody wants coaches off of his tree, and like he's this great offensive genius. But they're big. They're, they're seven point favorites in this one at home. If they lose to the Lions, you're like, wait a minute. Now Kyle Shanahan maybe has more big game losses than he has big game wins. Now I think they win, but. Initially, when the spread came out last week, I was like, I kind of like the Lions, at least the cover. But I wonder if last week against Green Bay, San Francisco just needed that. They can shake the rust off, and now they're going to be kind of cooking with gas. Um, But the Lions have just been solid all year. I mean, 12-5, and you know, they have two home playoff games, which they have never had. They win both of those. There's a lot of pressure on them then. They beat their former quarterback in Matt Stafford. So Lions are, are, are riding pretty high. And of all the teams, they're they're still the only house money team, right? Niners and Ravens are number one seeds. Chiefs are this Chiefs dynasty. Lions are kind of cruising. So I think it'll be Chiefs-Niners in the Super Bowl. I guess if I had to do like a bet, I think I, maybe I'll take, ugh, I'll take both dogs. You already went Lions, money lines. Who do you like in the Chiefs Ravens? Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs, Lions, Super Bowl. All right. There you go. Yeah, that'd be a good one. All right. That'll do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening tonight and all week long. If you missed any of the show, check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram as well, at Rich Keefe Show. Stiz, great job as always. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the rumble. And we'll talk to you Monday night at 6. I know that you're my friend and-